Welcome to the first season of Average Joe's Rawcast. My name is Joe Fuentes. I'm a husband, a father of two teenagers, a 17-year-old son and a 15-year-old daughter. Also a father of four pets, two dogs and two cats. I've been a nursing home administrator since 2001. I am a co-owner of Chill Pots, a paint-your-own pottery studio. A very cool place that my run my wife runs on a daily basis. So welcome to my podcast and here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to what number is this, Abby? Five. Number five. Welcome to our number five podcast, our rawcast. Uh appreciate you coming back and listening. Um had fun doing these. I think uh, hopefully I get better the more repetitions I have here. So we're doing this on a Monday night. Um, Had a busy weekend, so trying to catch up Monday night. Uh, We will start with the um, four major wildfires here in Colorado. So um, hopefully I don't have to update you anymore on these. Hopefully they all get put out pretty soon, but for now, we have the uh, Cameron Peak Fire, which is the one that's uh, 50 miles west of Fort Collins. That's burned a, over 102,000 acres so far, and it is only 15% contained. I think last time I mentioned that uh, one of the uh, firemen was saying that maybe October 31st, they think they might be able to get this all contained and after some weather and after some moisture and that kind of thing. So, boy, I will tell you what, we are really feeling the smoke from that fire here in Windsor. Uh, It's blowing right through here, and we're also getting the smoke from the California fires, and they have some really bad fires going there. I'll tell you what, uh, my sinuses and my head's killing me. I don't know about anybody else, but I wake up with a headache, and I generally don't have headaches and my sinuses are just crazy right now. Um, my eyes, my eyes are really red and uh, irritated. And it seems like no matter what kind of eye drops or whatever I do to, it continually has, I have dry eyes and uh, I don't know, it's just uh, kind of been under the weather a little bit with this stuff. So hopefully this smoke clears out and uh, we can get our air quality back to somewhat normal. Uh, so that was the Cameron Peak fire. So like I said, that was 15% contained. So we got a ways to go on that fire. Uh, the Grizzly Creek fire, the one in Glenwood Canyon, it is 91% contained. So that's really good news. Hopefully this is the last update we'll have to do on it. And that's burned about 32,400 acres so far. Then there's the Pine Gulch fire. And that's the one that's north of Grand Junction. And that's, that burned 140,000 acres, and that is 95% contained. So hopefully that Grizzly Creek fire by Glenwood and the Pine Gulch fire by Grand Junction with the 91-95% containment, hopefully that's the uh, this might be the last week we have to speak of those. And then uh, lastly is the William Fork fire, and that's the one by Frazier. And it is only 16% contained, and it has burned about 12,000 acres so far. So, yeah, like I said, with the California fires, with the smoke blowing through here, and with our fires here, boy, we you could hardly see the mountains a lot of times, just an outline of the mountains. So, um, 
you look on the weather channel and our air quality is always saying, you know, poor or maybe uh, fair air quality. So uh, I know at work we have swamp cooler, so it doesn't do us much good to close all the windows and keep everything closed up because uh, they come right in with the swamp coolers. Here at home, it's a little bit better, but um, still, I'm feeling the, my sinuses in my head are certainly feeling it, so hopefully uh, we'll have better news on those two fires to uh, tell you next time. Okay, so um, a little update here on uh, our testing at the nursing home and our survey that we did finally have a COVID survey for infection control. So we did have that so-called positive that I still dispute. So last Tuesday, um, CMS, anytime you have a positive CMS, the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, makes the state surveyors come in and do an infection control survey. So um, Tuesday they came in, two surveyors, and they the lead surveyor, I talked to him, he pretty much agreed after I showed him the timeline and some of the data that that was a false positive. He said he sees that a lot. He says uh, there's these new machines that CMS is sending out that uh, we can test with, and they have results back in about 15 minutes. And he said, between you and me, I would not use those tests. He said there is so many false positives on those that it's just not worth it. So uh, that test is still, that testing machine is still in the box in my office and hopefully we don't have to use that because that's all you need is more false positives to um, get everything going again. And on the surveyors, um, you know, I don't speak too highly of surveyors most time, I'll admit that. But these two surveyors, I don't know if they were just tired of doing COVID surveys or they just kind of know this stuff's kind of ridiculous after a while. But, you know, they were pretty fair. They did a lot of observations. They observed up front on our meals. Uh, they observed in room to room where we serve meals. They also um, observed a lot back on the Alzheimer's unit where, um, you know, we try to distance people back there and try to encourage them to wear masks. Yeah, good luck with that, huh? But anyway, they did a lot of observation back there, watched a lot of hand washing, watched a lot of interaction with residents with staff, between staff. Um, so they, they were there for probably four or five hours, something like that. And, you know, they pointed out a couple of minor things, not anything real serious. And I, I was pretty proud of my staff because we walked out of that infection control survey with no tags. So no deficient practices were cited for that survey on Tuesday. And the nice thing about that too is I kind of done stats before where there's so many fines and uh, how many infection control tags other facilities have got throughout Colorado and the United States. So that's a big kudos, big compliment to the staff. And uh, I think it uh, shows that they're diligent and, uh, the surveyors did make a comment. They said, we can see why you guys keep, you're keeping this COVID out of your building. You guys are doing everything you can. You guys are following the process. And uh, so, yeah, that was, that was nice. So a weird thing, though, is uh, on, I believe it was Friday, 
the state of Colorado came out because I had told you we have to wear mask and we had to wear eye protection all the time. Well, now they came out and they said, if your county's below 5% for cases, then uh, you no longer have to wear eye protection. Uh, I think that's kind of weird because uh, just because your county dips below 5%, does that mean it no longer transmits through the air, um, you know, with your in your eyes? So uh, I noticed this morning CDC was changing some of their wording and saying that they didn't mean to put out certain things on air droplets and how how uh, COVID could get through, uh, you know, small particles could get through the body and that kind of thing and spread the COVID. So like I've said before, these people do not really know what they're doing. They just kind of trial and error and by the seat of their pants. So, you know, we're, we're expected to follow all that guidance and uh, they they don't have their shit together either. So it's kind of funny. I mean, every what, every week, every two weeks, something comes out from the CDC and they're either stepping in it or they're changing something. So um, we will continue to uh, not wear eyewear because we are uh, under the 5% in Weld County. So that's really nice because, God, if you've ever had to wear eye protection, uh, you know, for a whole day or for a whole week, it is not fun, especially if you wear glasses like I do. It's always fogging up and, I mean... Um, not fun. So that's good. And so we will still do the mask though. I think that's going to be around forever. I think mask and nursing home are just going to be the future. So we better design some cool mask and some mask we can actually breathe a little better in. And just on a side note, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know what, there's no better time to be ugly because these ugly people, I'm sure they want the mask. Because stop and think about it, uh, you know, if you have pretty eyes and an ugly face, masks are like a hey, okay for you. Um, I think that'd be a bad. I think that'd be a big bonus for you. To, uh, you know, you'd you'd be in favor of masks the rest of the time. But the you know the rest of us, the rest of us beautiful people, we don't want the mask on. So, uh, I just thought that was kind of a little funny side note. So, all right. I'll update you when I have more information. Okay, so now I am going to have my rant of the week. So my rant of the week is, have you guys seen the number one song in the nation? Have you heard it called WAP? W-A-P. I mean, I thought it would be pronounced WAP, but it's pronounced WAP. And, uh, so if you haven't heard it, uh, you're really not missing anything. So I wouldn't rush out and, you know, listen to it real quickly or anything. But if you see the lyrics, if you read the lyrics on this thing, wow, it's pretty filthy, I think. I'm going to get on my soapbox here and I'm going to be old man Fuentes and I'm going to be like, get off my grass, old man Fuentes. But you know what? Here we go. So WAP, what does that stand for? W-A-P. It stands for Wet Ass Pussy. And no, I'm not talking about uh, bathing a cat either. I'm talking about the uh, genitalia of a female. So 
these lyrics, you know, like I said, I think they're pretty disgusting. And I don't think they add a whole lot to our culture. I guess you could call this art, but I certainly don't. I just call it, you know, dirty lyrics is what I call it. Um, so this is some people's choice. And I've heard some women say that, well, this is a, a song about liberating women. I'm like, these people are idiots if they think this is, has anything to do with liberating women. I mean, uh, this Cardi B is who actually sings this song. And uh, believe me, ladies, uh, you don't want to hit your wagon to this gal. She's an idiot. If you ever heard her talk or um, anything like that, I mean, she can hardly put a sentence together. And if this is what it takes to be cool and woke... I certainly don't want to be cool or woke. Um, my daughter, actually, I asked her, what did what were the lyrics on that? And she just handed me the phone. She did not want to read them to me. I mean, I wouldn't want to read them to my dad either. They are embarrassing. Uh, they talk about wet genitalia and what she's going to do to the guy sexually and what he needs to do to her. And I mean, it just basically goes on like that. And uh, what I was thinking is with the recent death of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I bet you she'd be proud. I bet you, you know, she was a big liberator of women and equal rights for women and all that kind of thing. wonder what she thought about old Cardi B's WAP. Yeah, I mean, if she was buried yet, I guarantee you she'd be turning in her grave. So, yeah, if this is what it takes to be cool and, you know, liberating and... This is a woke person likes these lyrics. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I think a WAP is then. I think if you're, you're a WAP, if you like this song, you're a weird-ass progressive. So, I mean, Joe Biden had her interview him, if you remember. So, I mean, this she's pretty much illiterate. She can't string a sentence together that makes any sense. And if you know anything about her background... She used to be a stripper, which, you know what, I don't mind. I I like strippers. No big deal. So I nothing about that. But she bragged about, and I think she wrote in a book or in a movie or something, that she had take these guys back to her apartment. She'd rob them or, you know, uh, entice them back and rob them. So, yeah, that's a liberating woman that you want to follow. Good Lord. I mean, what if a country music star or somebody like that wrote these lyrics and, uh, you know, or what if a man did and talked about women like that? I know some of the rap stars and stuff like that. They're pretty degrading to women like that. But man, um, I don't think anybody praises him for, you know, saying it liberates people. I think if, uh, you know, anybody else, uh, a lot of country music stars or people like that, they'd probably get canceled. And no, no, I know freedom of speech and uh, artistic expression and all that's great. But, um, you know, it goes both ways. I can have my expression, too. And I think it's filth and I think it's a stupid ass song. Uh, so honestly, I think it's just probably put together for shock value. And it, it definitely will shock you if you read the lyrics. I mean, you know what? If history is not in my favor and, 
they look back on this and it's the uh, Cardi B's the next Beethoven. Then you know what? I'll eat my words. But eh, I think I think uh, history is going to be on my side on this one. So, uh, you know, in this song, she does use the N word in there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people get canceled for doing that or less anymore. So uh, some hypocrisy there. She also talks about there in there that uh, with her wetness from her genitals that talks about a macaroni in a pot. So, you know what, if you ever get invited over to Cardi B's, I definitely would uh, not eat the pasta at her house. So uh, definitely skip that. You don't want the macaroni in a pot. And then uh, she also puts in some of the lyrics, too. I'm, I mean, I'm reading the cleaner lyrics, but she puts on there, pay my tuition just to kiss me. Now, come on, if you know this lady or you've heard her string a couple of words together, you know, uh, that is not money well spent with her tuition. That didn't go anywhere, obviously. And uh, also on her lyrics, she says, uh, make, make him feel like he's cheating. Well, uh, you know what, Cardi? I don't think you have to pretend or make him feel that way. Because uh, I also read that she's getting divorced because apparently her husband is, is uh, cheating on her. So... Maybe uh, the husband's sick of her. Maybe uh, maybe he's tired of her WAP, her weird-ass personality. And uh, you know what? Maybe he doesn't dig so much moisture from her genitals. I don't know. Uh, she also says in her lyrics, uh, you don't cook, you don't clean. Hey, Cardi, you know what? Guys kind of like women that cook and clean, you know? Call me old-fashioned. Call me a misogynist, whatever, but... You know, cooking, cleaning's not so bad. Uh, you know, but, eh, probably not cooking your pasta, though. I think we'll take a pass on that. And then, you know what? Maybe that dude's tired of having to uh, put a snorkel on and have a mop in a bucket every time he wants to go make love to you. So, probably gets pretty old. I'm sure he didn't sign up to be a janitor. I mean... Come on, if he wanted to be a gender, he probably wouldn't have married your big ass. So uh, it's like uh, every time that he would go in to make love to old Cardi, it's probably flashbacks of clean up in aisle nine, clean up in aisle nine. So I guess what I'm saying is, uh, you know what? Uh, it doesn't matter really how beautiful or rich or famous a woman is. There's a man out there that's tired of her shit, as the old saying goes. So I guess the, my big thing is here is this stuff is really filthy. You don't have to be, uh, you know, woke or anything else, like I said before, to buy into this crap. You know what? I, I call a spade a spade. Dirty's dirty. So I would not buy this album. I would not purchase it for anybody. I think it's kind of disgusting. I think... Uh, you know, uh, put your money where your mouth is or don't put your money where your mouth is. It's kind of like NFL and the NBA. I have people that'll tell me, you know, oh, I'm not going to watch the NFL or the NBA if they kneel and this and that. And then you talk to them on uh, Monday morning and they're like, hey, did you see that game? Did you see that NFL game? Man, that was a close one. 
Well, come on, people. We don't want to hear your bitching about the NFL and NBA if that's your beliefs, if that's where you're going to put your money and your NFL package and everything else. So uh, that's my rant of the week. Uh, Thank you very much. All right, so we'll go ahead and end this podcast, this rawcast with the Hispanic word of the day. So the first Hispanic word of the day is son-in-law. Son-in-law. I enrolled my son in college to become an attorney. My son-in-law. The next Hispanic word of the day is staircase. Staircase. I was really paying attention to that pretty girl. I staircase, I missed something. Okay, well, thank you. Another Rawcast. uh, Thank you, everybody. And you guys all have a wonderful week. And uh, hopefully you'll tune in next week.